Welcome to the recap, part of Pastoring Out Loud, where we recap the previous weeks. But when I said recap, was that second recap kind of slurred? I think you just said cap. I thought I said recap. It was kind of guttural. It's the part where we recap the previous week's sermon. <laughs> oh my goodness. Enunciating everything really precisely now. And this past week, we had Matthew 28, 16 through 20, a pretty obscure passage in the New Testament right. that few people uh, talk about. Right. Um, but I think you did a pretty good job with it, Dave. But Nick, what what is Matthew 28, 16 through 20 about? It's about making disciples mm, yeah, as good. the main command. Okay. Yeah. And then there are three participles that are attached to it. What is a participle, Nick? A participle is kind of, a, it's a word that modifies something about the main command. So for example, make disciples, and you do that by going, uh-huh. by baptizing, oh. and uh, what's and teaching, teaching everything that, teaching them to observe everything that Jesus has commanded. Right, right. So Dave unpacked those things. I don't remember the exact wording of the points that you said, but those those you unpack those things. And then the main encouragement is that Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. And then he says at the end, I am with you. So in him, you know, he we we have that power and presence of his him with us. Yep. And he's got the authority to make those things happen. So it's just a a, a wonderful comfort mm-hmm. to know that he's gonna be with us for those things to happen and the church will be built up. Good. So that's how d- I'd summarize it. <laughs> Dave, uh, your main, your main points. Yeah. What were they? Nick did a great job. Oh, happy. No, oh, Nick. I can, I can say more. <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah, talked about, do. I talked about making disciples as the main command and Nick's right about the participles. And so I just talked about, um, you know, when Jesus was telling, um, them to go make disciples of all nations. He was making it clear that the goal of the gospel and the kingdom of God was not a reinstated Israel that would overthrow Rome, but was a a kingdom that would be expansive because Jesus is king over all the earth. Right. And um, therefore we, I mean, actually being in Lakeville, we're actually part of those nations. Mm -hmm. We're we're there. We're not in Jerusalem. Um, And so... Just talked about going. Uh, so you don't think that we should say, what's your Jerusalem when we talk about going out? Like what is your place of comfort and uh, going out? I mean, it's, 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 it's probably fine to say is kind of an anecdotal. It's like conceptually. Concept. Con- concept. Just, but I would go to, I would go to places instead. Yeah. yeah. Like Acts 17. Mm-hmm. That says God determines your boundaries and your dwelling sure, sure. places. Cause I think that's actually talking well, about I that think concept. A lot of discourse about missions is like, right. Hey, what's your Jerusalem? But right. in actuality, Jerusalem wasn't all that comfortable for the apostles. Right. Right. In reality. But. Yeah. And I, so I think, I think, what I have says then is just going means you, you, you have to be active, you know? And I said, you can go to your living room, you can go to your coworker, you can go to your neighbor, you can go across the ocean, but the, the gospel disciples being made is going to, is going to happen through going. And that going actually needs to culminate in sharing the gospel at some point, you know, we, it's not, it's uh we want people to hear about Jesus and, a lot of times I think that happens best through relationships that are forged over time with, you know, going to that same coffee shop every time or those other parents on the soccer team or your coworkers or um, your neighbors. 
but we do want to eventually share the gospel. We want to we want to go and and just emphasizing that the whole church needs to feel the burden of responsibility. We all need to be going. Sure. Um, baptizing. Uh, I just talked about you know when does that happen and what is it saying and. That you, you baptize someone when they receive the word, they repent, and they're redeemed. And then it's what it's saying is you're on team Jesus. That's what I talked about. It's, it's this visible representation that says you've been adopted into the family of God. And why that's significant, and you, you talked about the missions conversation. I didn't go here a lot. But oftentimes, in, and sometimes what people would call movement-based mission, the goal is just like tell someone about Jesus. And I think that the the way the the Bible talks about the command to make disciples is yes, go yes, tell them about Jesus, but then gather them. Uh, I think that's I think that's uh, that's part of what baptizing is saying is you're saying you belong to the kingdom of God. Come in fellowship with a group of believers that belong to the kingdom of God. And the first time we see people baptized, Acts two forty one, the very next verse is about the fellowship that the church had as believers. And I think that's because that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. <laughs> And so just talked about this more holistic approach of not just saying the gospel, but baptizing them, bringing them into fellowship. Yeah. And then when you're in that fellowship, guess what the next phrase is in Acts 2.40? It's this teaching, right? It's devoting themselves as the church. It's been brought into the apostles' teaching and just talked about how, you know, we just, we just want to keep teaching in order that we'd obey, follow, live uh, with Jesus. Um, and all of that was kind of flowing from, I said, a disciple is someone who spends a lot of time with Jesus in order that they'd actually be like Jesus. Yeah, yeah good. That's the goal. So. Good. Um, so a question of authority. Nick said, you know, Jesus is the one that has authority in Matthew 28 really clearly. Is, is there any other authority granted in the Gospel of Matthew or in the broader context to any other people or party to do anything in relationship to you are such a disciples. one trick pony. <laughs> I don't know what that means, right? It's now, an important Nick. trick. Um, it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that you're kind of leading us into keys of the kingdom stuff and the the church's ability to affirm the profession of faith, affirm the membership and the uh, the reality of someone's faith as the membership of a local church, and also the ability to disaffirm that, to say we, we don't believe that you're following Jesus right now, which we all, you know, I know that the three of us would would see baptism as really closely related to membership, and we yeah. actually want to see those things more closely tied. Yep. So I think it relates into that point that, so for example, really practically, at Bethlehem, what we'd love to see is that soon after someone is baptized, they become a member here. Mm -hmm. um, and we ask that people be baptized as believers to be members here. And so what we'd say is that we believe that the, the congregation, when they welcome someone into membership, they're affirming that person's, uh, they're affirming that person's profession of faith. And that they just someone, witnessed in the baptism. That they just witnessed in mm -hmm. the baptism. And that uh, if someone is in serious, unrepentant public sin, and they're just not going to turn away after a process that the congregation would be the ones to say, we can no longer affirm it. And that's because we love you and we don't want, we don't want to affirm a lie. So that, I think there's authority there yeah. for so, the church. So I witness to my neighbor, my neighbor comes to faith. I should not fill up my bathtub, bring them in and throw them in bathtub 
with a Trinitarian name pronounced over them and say, you are now baptized. You probably shouldn't do that apart from the baptism question anyways, <laughs> sure, but sure. I agree with the, what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's granted particularly though we do see exceptions. Yeah. Uh, and certainly in my own story, like I was not baptized in a local church, but mm-hmm. you see that normally yeah. gathered Christians yep. affirm the faith, including yeah. through baptism. Yeah, so would, person. would we say that, is it Philip in the Ethiopian eunuch? Yes. Is, a, is an exception? Yes. Yeah, I would put that as exceptional missionary context, literally on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Every other time that we see instances, and certainly what we see in church history is the local church yeah. does yeah. that. Okay, second question. We just say, it's not, we just say that's not normative. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not acceptable, normative. So I was, but I was it's baptized you know, in a lake at a uh, Christian music festival when I was a teenager, not by a local church. Or anything cool. like that, and it was great. There were like a thousand people being baptized. It was it was great. Who but was, they who was playing? But they explicitly said <laughs> in the background. Okay. <laughs> they explicitly said we don't want to take this away from any local church you may be a part of. We think you should go there and do that. But if you don't have a local church, sure, we will baptize you. That's a good. That's a good way to yeah frame the exceptions. Yeah. yeah. So uh, last question. Uh, that I have and happy to open it up in any way. Literally, Matthew twenty eight nineteen reads, Go therefore and make the disciple make the nations disciples. Right. Does not say of all nations. Right. Okay, it's in the it's in the accusative. Yep. So when someone says you should disciple, baptize, and teach to obey, teach uh, to obey everything Jesus as uh, said, and you should do that on a national people group level. Your response is? Yeah, my response is that it that feels like uh, trying to make a math equation without enough elements to it. So I, th- I think you're, uh, in, in other words, um, I, I think what you're getting at, and I could be wrong, is, hey, my job is to go find these people that I've never heard before and do this kind of at all costs apart from anything else. And I would just say that the whole storyline of the New Testament shows us that the way God accomplishes that very thing. And the, and the main, maybe the main place that goes is Acts. Yeah. Because we get to see, to. we get to see, I mean, Acts is like missions happening. Yep. And what we see in every case there is, as Paul goes place to place, what is he doing? He's, He's preaching the gospel. Uh, believers are, or people are becoming believers. And then what does he do? He gathers them into churches. Yep. He even appoints elders in these local places. And then once they're established enough that he thinks, hey, they can make it, then he goes ahead and moves on to the next place. Yep, yep. So, and, and what's happening in those contexts is not we go to Samaria and all the Samaritans believe. Correct. And now the Samaritans are now a correct some kind of you yep. know at a at a much larger level Christians. Right. Some believe. Right. Paul goes to synagogues. Yep. Some believe, some don't. Yep. Paul is gathering out of, you know, as he's preaching, there are people coming out of Corinth, yep. out of Ephesus, and yep. becoming part of these. That's right. I mean, still living in Ephesus, still living in Corinth. Yeah. But uh, in, in some ways, culturally speaking, they're becoming uh, of another culture, yeah. heaven's culture. Yeah. Um, but you don't see this kind of national or whole people group sorts of conversion. It maybe even be, might be thought of as common in missions movement kinds of thoughts where uh, you think in that way, which we would just say, 
the Lord knows who are his. Yeah. And he has yeah. many people in this place. So yeah. go and preach Paul or yeah, that's whoever. Right. Yep. Any other thoughts on the sermon? Stacy, what did you think? Well, I was just zooming out a little bit thinking like what an amazing privilege it is that Jesus would mm. take his authority and then send us out that we get to participate mm -hmm. in what he's mm -hmm. doing in the world now, because this is how he's in the world is through us. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. just dwelling on that and just how amazing and awesome that is. Yeah. Yeah, it is truly. Thanks for joining us today, everyone.